making Dan nervous. Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, feeling good, bobbing and weaving. He's excited. Mr. Andy Molitor, my first question, it's Thursday. There's no football. What are you doing tonight? Uh, here, here's the beauty of <laughs> golf in Hawaii. I'm going to watch golf. Like golf doesn't, I haven't even written my golf article yet. It's half done. I'm getting there. I'm trying, I'm going to, I'm going to do what no one can do. I'm going to beat the market at its most efficient. Probably not, but we'll see. I'm going to bet golf a little <laughs> earlier next week. I'll have some more time as uh, we'll be diving into much fewer NFL games. I did check some accounts though. I think I've decided what the most exciting part about this NFL weekend is. And it is of course, getting regular season win totals cashed. Like as soon as they play all these games, I'm sure bookmaker will start to cash some of these bets. And I, it was a break even this year on those. I had some bad ones, but my main positions were the Raiders, which did not go well under, but I, I was pretty hefty on under eight, under eight and a half on uh, my Washington football team. That one felt pretty good to get home after they had a little squirrely midseason. So, yeah, the best part of the best part of the football weekend is just catching some season-long totals because this weekend stinks. If you listen to the deep dive or paid attention last night, like there were a ton of games. It's like, hey, the Bears and the Vikings play, and both their coaches are going to get fired after the game. Like, the fuck is going to go on in that one? I don't know. So, but uh, it was. I love the it's, I was going to ask you, and we have NBA further down, maybe there's an NBA game I could take in. It looks like Clippers-Phoenix late. If I stay up, that would be a good one to watch. Is there a decent early game? Oh, uh, let's Celtics we'll Knicks, the Phoenix, right? Right, exactly. Celtics-Knicks will be on. That will almost certainly be the TNT game. There's finally NBA on TNT. We finally get to watch these games, Andy. But we'll yeah. get to that in a little bit. we got some fuzzy balls first. Yeah, let's go to the fuzzy balls. Too. We've got tennis is, in Australia. As Brett pointed yeah. out, you can watch golf, you can watch tennis, there's basketball on, NFL. We don't need no stinking NFL. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about <laughs> some ladies who filled out their visa forms properly, entered the country <laughs> under no uh, mysterious circumstances, and are playing tennis legally in Adelaide, Melbourne, and other places. Yeah, I guess we'll touch on, on uh, Mr. Novak's. You know, I, you guys talked about him a little bit, I think, on the, the deep dive. Yeah. I mean, who knows what's going to go on. My favorite part is at, at, at some point yesterday, there were two camps of people that felt very strongly both that Novak Djokovic would never be allowed in Australia for three years, and then other people that thought he could fly back to Serbia, fill out the paperwork, go back and be cool in like six hours. So I love all this stuff. This is great. I hope it goes on forever. Yeah, the, the one camp... <laughs> It's like it's like the DMV thing where you get to the front of the line and they're like, "Oh, you filled out you filled out the wrong paperwork. Go get the form 32C, not 32D." Getting back in the line, like that's that seems plausible. <laughs> I don't know what to believe at this point, but yeah, we do have some we do have some actionable bets uh, from you for tonight. That when do they roughly? Ladies. And again, I think I touched on it yesterday. Roughly seven o'clock Eastern. Things yeah, get way down under. Okay. Let me see. We're down to a few enough matches where we're finally starting to get some of these order of plays a little bit earlier. Um, mm. The first match here, we've got um, Adelaide. This is Iga Schwitek. Now, to be clear, you still have your parlay open with her. Um, she won that match yesterday. Rybakina to close out that parlay plays tonight. 
That'll be the first match at 7.30 if you want to watch that. I guess Tech will be why we're probably sleeping. It's 3.30 in the morning Eastern, so if you're up late on the West Coast, maybe you'll see it. Maybe some of these matches go a little bit longer, and I'll catch it real, real early if I get up early enough. But I guess Tech, um, you know, minus 120 here, minus 125, going against Victoria Azarenka. Azarenka, historically one of the better WTA players, but someone who continues to age and struggle to find time, I think, to, you know, kind of do the physical upkeep and practice that she really needs to keep her game in tip-top shape. Um, Schweitek is playing um, great tennis this week. It's just spectacular how well she's looked, and I, it continues to kind of be underrated. She had a good season last year but i don't think it was the season everyone expected and it looks like she's been bumped down here in the power rankings for whatever reason so can we continue to kind of whack her at some of these shorter prices we'll see how quickly quickly the books can update again i'll play um iga there you know anything minus 140 or better honestly looks good to me uh, melbourne one now again there's i love these names this is the best this one will be about 8 15 8 30 at night east coast time uh victoria Golubich playing simona halep simona halep working her way back from some injuries you know always kind of struggles she's had some issues with her achilles in the past she generally struggles with back injuries those are not two things you really want as someone that's getting a little bit older and a very physically taxing sport but when she's in good shape she's played well this week but you know, Golubich has a strong serve these generally tend to be quicker surfaces i have this total myself at 20 and a half um you know so anything 20 or lower looks great to me again you can find some 19 and a halfs out there which is what i grabbed and then we've got two spreads here you know feel free to parlay these money lines together this was a case where you know i kind of like the money lines but i see a little more value in the spreads this is melbourne two the first one here anna samova that'll actually start at seven o'clock at night um anna samova minus three games again another young player as i've mentioned earlier in the week working back from just you know, one of the most adverse-filled seasons that anybody could have personally, professionally, just a, an awful season. But it's just been on fire the last couple of weeks, working her way back into the form where, you know, there were whispers of her being, you know, a top 10, top 15 player maybe someday. So I really like her in this spot against Begu, you know, kind of a tour veteran, someone who grinds out some of these smaller events, but, you know, should be outclassed today. So Anna Samova minus three. And then later in the night, this one looks like it'll be a couple hours after that. That's actually the next match. Uh, two matches after Anna Samova. So about 10 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. Again, it's all up in the air. They just kind of play one after the other. Clara Towson, a young player, um, just someone, again, one of these teenagers that the WTA is so lucky to have that are just going to continue to get better and better. She plays against Alexandra Sasnovich. Sasnovich got the better of us the other day, but, you know, going to continue to go against her, especially against some of these players who, you know, have a chance to really blow her out. She generally struggles against, you know, some of the better players. Towson, this was a great stat from her buddy Brett there in the chat. He told me this yesterday. She made the finals in half of her out of her in hardcore events last year which is pretty phenomenal. I mean, that's just something you never really think of, not only the volume, but the general success. I think we're going to see a lot of her this year. Um, I think this, you know, in a couple months, this would be a line where we're looking at like a minus five, maybe even a minus five and a half. So like Towson here, minus four. Um, and I think that's it. That's, that's enough tennis for now. We need Little Waz. I'm going to call her Little Waz. Oh man, did my camera do something stupid? Uh, you're, you're, you're stuck in the snow there. Snow All right, I'm, snow. I'm, back, oh, I'm, I'm back. back. I'm back. I'm back. Little Waz, as uh, we call her. I nobody calls her that. I just—is there any other Danish player you can think of? No. I—I <laughs> I can't even think of a Danish person. Hans Christian Danish. Andersen. Is he German? Danish that was the Danes. brothers Grimm. The Danes. Um, Beowulf. Lucas Graham. 
Vigo Mortensen. He's Danish. Vigo Mortensen. There we go. Um, oh, Brigitte Nielsen. We should have gotten that one. Oh, yeah. Erickson, the guy who had that health scare at the Euros. I didn't want to bring that I up. Bet, yeah. yeah, I bet on the uh, I bet on that match. I bet on every match. I really, really, enjoy, bunch of Denmark's I really, really did enjoy uh, the Euros. They should do that every year. That was fun. <laughs> uh, college basketball, here's the beauty of this. is When I bet way too many games and I have shit to do at work and things to do in my personal life <laughs> and the deep dive to, you know, perform on you're a busy man i'm a busy man i just don't pay attention to any of the scores i don't so much as pull up box scores i don't really go look at them i just at the end of the night i go look at the accounts i pull up my honestly the betsperts app does something where it says what is my record today and at one point i clicked on it and i was four and two and i said well that's good i said i'll check it again at the end of the night i had a nice night that think one game got canceled and then i lost three other ones but it was a winning day and there's a decent schedule today despite again a bunch of games being postponed a bunch of games getting moved back there's still a lot of games today and i bet eight they added one they added one for you guys this afternoon i don't know if you're going to be able to find this on tv a lot i guess it's on the wcc network yeah, I'll go. I'll get to that one in a second. I guess I'll start at the top and we'll move fast again. But Arkansas Little Rock, UL Monroe under. This is a spot where Arkansas Little Rock's offense is pretty bad. Two bad defenses. I just don't think Monroe's offense is, you know, good enough to drop ninety on their ass or something. And it might end up being one of those uh, where we end up with a Monroe blowout kind of hoping i know some people played little rock i don't know if i trust that number i was pretty off i was pretty on on the side i've seen some people on the opposite side of me on this one as well and i guess i get it this number is very high in nebraska omaha um, north dakota this total is 148 and a half for a reason there's a really 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 bad offense down there in omaha but North Dakota stinks as well. These are two really, really horrid offenses. I have this modeled out in the lower 140s, 148.5 on the under for me there. Arkansas State plus five, the Reds Wolves of Jonesboro. This is a nice offense. They turn the ball over too much, but at the same time, I, I think we can get that straightened out because uh, just historical data, I guess, kind of looking at them from last year, it wasn't this bad. The turnover rate is high, but it's and it's against a bit of a lower strength of schedule, which is the thing that scares me for this. But man, do I not like Louisiana's offense. Good defense, bad offense, and they themselves turn the ball over quite a bit. So I like the dog near Arky State plus five, UAB North Texas. Betting a low total over doesn't feel good ever when you start to see these teams come out, but it is the we need a name for this, Noops. You bet basketball. What do you call it? Fast-paced team versus slow-paced team. And, like, a very big difference in the pace. A pace disparity? I don't know. I can't think pace of a fun disparity. I know. We, pace disparity is the perfect word for it, but it's not snappy. We, we're going to think of we'll something. We'll think of something snappy. We'll think of that one. But, yeah, UAB. A tortoise plays, and hare game. Yeah, the tortoise there. UAB plays pretty fast. North Texas, not so much. North Texas is a worser offense by a little bit you but you I, I do believe in uab's offense good defense but i think north texas can get some scoring too and uab really really good from deep so some three balls help me out there 
Southern Miss UTSA under 136 and a half kind of based a little bit on the offenses. Very, very bad offenses on both sides. Not a lot more to say there. St. Thomas, I make a favorite. I've been on St. Thomas a couple of times. They're getting four and a half points. I like the over here as well. I probably won't bet this as a, I did bet this as a money line as well. Just a little bit because I found a plus 184, <laughs> almost two to one. Couldn't help yourself. I just trust my stuff enough. And St. Thomas's offense is so fun, but man, they had a little bit of trouble in the second half the last time I bet them. And that makes me worried against a team in Oral Roberts who has a star like Max. If you remember this team beating you know, a two seed last year. They still, you remember the star player, Max Ab, uh, Abmus. I'm not sure if I ever say his name right, but he was, he was electric in the tournament for like two or three games. And, you know, we had a fun little Cinderella. He's still there. This is a good team. This is a good offense, but it's two good offenses. And I don't trust a few things about uh, Oral Roberts, Golden Eagles. I'll take the four and a half or five at some places you can find. Uh, San Francisco Loyola was the game I referenced earlier. This is a rescheduled fun game. This is going to be at like 2 p.m. These are non-conference. We're in conference schedule. This was like, a, hey, let's throw a game together kind of thing. The Dons and Loyola are very good mid-major teams. In fact, uh, probably both. I don't follow the AP rankings. If you can. they might, Loyola might be ranked. Like uh, that's how much I follow the AP rankings because I don't give a shit about those numbers. But uh, both teams in my top 30. So this is going to be a really fun one. And I have this over 130. Um, just Loyola's offense is stellar. I know San Francisco's defense can be great. Um, as our friend Brinks pointed out in the chat, they can be great against the three. If that happens, I'm dead meat because I need Loyola making their threes. They're a top five three-point shooting team in the country. If that happens and we get a fun one, I think we can end up with like a barn burner like yesterday. Low total goes over by like 25 points like Houston. That's kind of the same kind of modeling I have on this one. And then finally, producer Dan's home school here. He's wearing a Central Connecticut shirt as we speak. He showed me. C squared. C squared, Sacred Heart, Central Connecticut, the fighting Blue Devils in New Britain. And I'm, again, it's a really, really shitty team. These are two really bad teams. Sometimes I worry a little more about uh, how bad the defenses are when I take the under, but I do see quite a few turnovers from both teams, quite a few empty possessions, and Central Connecticut cannot get an offensive rebound to save their life. So I have this uh, in the upper 130s, under 142 and a half there. I can dig it. Look at all that. Just a and few then, things yeah, for people today. Yeah, see if you can uh, one-up me with nine bets in the N NBA. <sighs> Maybe if I tried. I can see inside. And I will say, that's, I'll circle back real quick. There was a, a question at the chat. Somebody asked about the Barty Cannon match. Kennan's oh, been winning matches, she, but it's just been a kind of a struggle for her. Barty's much better. I'm looking at a spread of four and a half. You know, the totals of 20 and a half. Maybe you could use Barty as like a parlay piece at minus 315. I'm seeing. I'd probably have a closer to minus 400, but hard to say this early in the season. I would probably skip over that one. I don't know if Sophia Cannon's back, but as Andy said, there's basketball. And if I wanted to get to nine picks, I would have to take a spread, a total spread in every game, a total in every game, and then find one more, whether it be a money line, a player prop, something like that. But 
Not going to happen. Celtics-Knicks, that'll be the TNT game tonight. Knicks at home, small underdogs. Um, looks like both teams are fully healthy here. Should be a fun game. Happy to watch it. Kind of uh, thought about maybe an under there, but the offenses for both teams have been sporadically pretty good. So, again, just 207.5, show a little bit of value in the underpass there. Um, Pistons-Grizzlies, you know, Grizzlies should be – beat the pants off this Pistons team, but the Pistons have been playing better as of late. Maybe they can keep it close. Tough game there. Clippers Suns, as Andy said, will be the nightcap. The Suns land a bunch of points. Clippers taking a little bit of money here early, but you know, a move from 12 down to 10 and a half isn't kind of a huge thing. We'll see if the Suns maybe rest some players here tonight. Either way, they should win comfortably. That said, there is a spot I do like. The Golden State Warriors coming off a game last night. Steph Curry a little bit dinged up. You know, There's a couple guys um, that played last night that they'll probably give off tonight. Some of the guys like maybe Otto Porter Jr. they expected to come back might not be able to play. The New Orleans Pelicans at home. Finally healthy. Finally have shipped Zion Williamson to Portland, so he's not around tricking people, I guess, into eating cheeseburgers and stuff. Who knows? They've got him I mean, away. He's out of sight, out of mind. And it, the Pelicans have been a really solid team when they're healthy. Brandon Ingram's a very good player. Jonas Valanciunas is one of the few big men every night that can put up a bunch of points in a highly efficient manner. Um, it's just been a great team for them. And I think this is a spot where you catch Golden State. They're limping. There's a great chance that they might even just rest Curry if, if he's not out already. I think that we're going to see just a depleted Warriors team here. Not really too interested in this game. So Pelicans plus three. I grabbed that earlier. Seeing two and a half. That's fine. You know, if it gets to two, maybe just grab the money line at plus something like that. But I like the Pelicans plus two or plus 115 or better probably on the money line. I think that. Yeah, they need to get him to fat camp. Like <laughs> it's not great. I don't. I don't know how you a, a man of that size. Like not only just he's so big, like you can't put weight on that foot. But how do you, you know, how do you drop some pounds and get back in shape if you can't put weight on your foot? Get him to the pool, maybe. Work? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, drink more green tea, eat more salads. Underwater, yeah, a lot of it probably is diet. I don't know. Who some, knows? some underwater underwater aerobics or something, I guess. It's too much Mountain Dew in those Mountain Dew commercials. Maybe that's what it is. All those hours sitting, you're picking up those soda calories. Oh. Who knows? But I hope he gets better again. Like you said, being someone – I was worried when he was drafted he was too big, and he continues to get bigger. You see in the NBA these really, really big players either have a short career span or kind of never get off the ground at all. I mean, even someone like Yao Ming, who did everything he could to kind of stay in the right shape, still had – maybe an eight-year career again Zion's not that tall but just from like his just pure mass I mean hopefully he can figure it out but it's really tough having a foot injury and trying to keep weight off so good luck to him I hope there's something in Portland that he can find um to do for him yeah the dream of 290 lives in Portland remember when he ripped through his shoe (laughs) in college do you remember that clip where he yes I do destroyed it and his shoe just like that should have been the red flag I'm like, oh my god! I've never seen a shoe disintegrate it around a person. I have to go back like and find that. a video because you're right. Like it, like it was a joke shoe almost. Like you see the like the rip away pants. It was like they gave him a yeah. rip away shoe. It was a joke. Like the whole thing just went. Yeah, that many stitches aren't meant to rip like that. So, all right, um, tournament of champions. I'm still kind of working on that. I'm ordering some shawarma right now, so I have some food to kind of like get my brain right. I did make one bet. I pulled the trigger as this has got bet. So an outright bet doesn't get bet the other way unless somebody actually does have a two-way market and someone's betting minus, you know, minus whatever, 2,500 against it. 
But uh, Bryson eleven to one, I kind of like. I hit some, I hit some, uh, some numbers. It's a short field. It's tough to really judge. It's like, hey, you run all your numbers on this stuff. It's like, hey, everybody's good except KH Lee and Kisner, I guess. There's, there's all the champions from last year. If you don't know what's going on, this is the tournament of champions. We talked about it yesterday. All the players who won tournaments last year are here, so they're all very good. It's very tough to discern. I haven't seen a ton of movement in a lot of the head-to-head lines. I'm looking at that. I'm going to make a few bets into that. Like I said, I'll put that in a quick article here, probably before noon central. And, yeah, it's it's Bryson for me because we've talked about the fairways are wide open. Driving distance is an advantage. It's a par 73, which means it plays like a par seven, you know, a par 60 for him, I guess, or however that joke goes from when he was talking about beating Augusta so bad it didn't work. This course actually does line up nice for a bomber, but also, you know, a missing part of it is, and people, you know, picture Bryson in the long drive contest, Bryson hitting it over the lake, cutting the corner. Bryson is also a really, really good putter. Like he is exceptional. And this is a place that has big ass greens, so your second shot, always important. It's nice to get it close, but he's not going to miss greens and he doesn't three pot a ton. So he's going to be scoring because he's going to have easy, easy second shots in the big greens. And he's a good putter. He'll be there. Like it's not a big number, but I'm going to tickle some Bryson. Were you surprised to see that Ram wasn't like the favorite? I was poking around a few places. It looks like Justin Thomas now, actually, at most places, just a touch ahead of Ram. I thought we were at the point where Ram was kind of number one every week. Yeah, I mean, JT's JT's taking some money here, too. He fits the course well, and people like him, and he's I guess he's playing good, and he's been there. But at, Rom's kind of on the Zion diet, too. Like that, He's getting the dad bod pretty hard. I shouldn't talk, but I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm in golf shape. Rom's, Rom's very, very good. And like I said, it's hard to discern all these players from each other. They're just all, all so incredible. And, well, it's hard to discern Thomas specifically. When him and Spieth are on the course from the back, they look exactly the same. Yeah. It is impossible yeah. for me to tell until you get like around the side. They're like, oh, and here's a golfer hitting the shot from the back. Could be Justin Thomas. Could they be are the, Spieth. Who knows? They are it's the same person. I need, to wear like a, I need to figure out what the hat color is. Maybe one of them needs to get a haircut change or something. I don't know. Yeah, you got you to gotta like just determine what shirt they're wearing at the beginning of the tournament. That's probably true. That's what I usually do when I'm – that's why Tiger wore red so everyone knew it was him. That's smart. Fun fact. People didn't know that. Um. That's it, you know, just uh, a bunch of basketball, a bunch of tennis, tennis for tonight. Basketball starts at two, tennis goes until we wake up tomorrow. Um, Golf starts like three hours or something, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun day, even without Thursday night football. We're dangerously close to the NFL playoffs. We have the NBA getting in a swing. We're getting close to March. Golf is starting, tennis is taking off, and we're jacked. We're jacked, and we'll see you here tomorrow.